Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on the show. We are looking at an intersection between artificial intelligence and finance, where AI is a bit of a double edged sword. On one hand, it's one reason fueling the rising number of scams, but AI can also be used for good. For example, to better detect fraud. So let's talk to one expert. She's Anna Mars, Group President of Global Commercial Services and Credit and Fraud Risk at American Express. Anna, thanks for joining us on the show today. Ryan, thank you so much for having me. Well, there's lots happening in the world of finance when it comes to AI, Anna. So on this front, what's the most pressing issue for you right now in your role? Well, we're here in Singapore because American Express is deepening our investment in AI with the expansion of our Singapore Decision Science Center. Now, uh, Decision Science uh, is a key part of American Express. Now, that really means the people who build all of the models that that power the decisions that we take. Uh, We've been a powerhouse, uh, we like to think, in AI innovation for a a long time. Um, But we're deepening our investment in AI with this next phase of our Singapore Decision Science Center of Excellence. So we're really excited to be here and to be growing these capabilities in Singapore. Mm. And we talk about scams being prevalent these days. How prevalent is it when you look at some of the data you're getting? Well, one of the things that we see around the world is that fraud is unfortunately a growing industry. Uh, That's true not just here in Singapore, but many, many countries. Uh, And when we think about fraud, we think of it kind of as a game of cat and mouse. Um, But it's incredibly Mm. important that we at Amex need to be the cat uh, and that our capabilities Mm -hmm. are ahead of any fraudsters. Yeah, talk to me about the capabilities. So behind the scenes, how does AI help to detect the fraud and make it a safer place? So American Express has actually been embracing AI and machine learning and all of our models um, for over a decade, for about 13 years. Uh, In 2010, we began to use machine learning in our models. Uh, And in 2014, uh, actually by 2015, all of our models were driven by machine learning. And what that does is uh, more data and the more sophisticated modeling techniques to help us understand and take action on the data has real outcomes for our customers. So as we shifted to 100% machine learning, we actually saw a 30% improvement in fraud detection. So that's when someone has your card that you don't want them to have it, someone has a number and they're using it in a place that, that you're not authorized for it to be used, we're better at detecting when that happens and stopping that fraudster in their tracks uh, to make sure that our, our customer security isn't compromised. So I know you mentioned that AMAX has been in the forefront of adopting AI. Where is AI adoption right now in the industry? It's growing, absolutely. Uh, there's a lot more data out there, a lot more unstructured data. Uh, And so all financial institutions are really trying to leverage more advanced uh, AI and machine learning in their capabilities. Um, But we like to think that not all AI is the same. Not all um, Mm. AI capabilities are are built uh, equal. And there's really a few places that what we are looking for the competitive edge. Um, The first is, of course, the data itself. So the more data the more data you have to train a model, that's the language that you use when you talk about machine learning, Uh, the more data you have to train, the smarter the model. Uh, At American Express, we're actually quite unique in that we're the only global payments company with presence across the payments chain. So we issue credit cards, 
Uh, we run the network that processes messages back and forth between the place you're using the card uh, and you and your account. And we also sign up the, the merchants that accept cards around the world. And that gives us a really rich source of data. And data is definitely an advantage. Um, second, another critical advantage is modeling techniques. Um, so you can think of that as how smart are the people who build your models? How cutting edge are you? Uh, and that it ties to why we're growing our presence in Singapore. Uh, we've hired about 90% of the staff we've hired in our Decision Science Center of Excellence have PhDs. Um, so bright mm. Singaporean, you know, freshly minted PhDs to help us have that modeling techniques edge. Um, it's absolutely critical uh, as we as we grow our center. So you know, yes, financial institutions are using them. Look, the age of machine learning is already here. Uh, but there's still an opportunity to get ahead, and that's why that's why we're investing here in Singapore. All right, Anna. There's lots happening when it comes to how fraud is becoming prevalent, and there's so many scams taking place. How do financial institutions stay ahead of the game? How do they make use of AI? Yeah, Ryan, that's absolutely right. Um, fraudsters are very innovative, and there's there's new frauds every day uh, all around the world. And the good news is that AI has come a long way. So at the start, it was about simply processing information faster in a more accessible manner. Um, now it's about crunching data quickly uh, to provide uh, answers in milliseconds. Uh, and that significantly altered the amount of time, resources, talent we need to digest the data and critically offer predictive analytics that help you detect fraud or the likelihood of fraud before it even happens. Um, and you know, no, when you think about the threat that can come from AI, I think it's incredibly important to remember that no single technology has shifted the success rate of stopping fraud more than machine learning that can digest all that unstructured data and get to an early decision, uh, an early kind of prediction of where fraud is likely to occur. And I've talked about the fact that we've deployed learn machine learning and seen a material step up in our ability to detect. Uh, and it plays a powerful role uh, in safeguarding financial institutions, customers, and the, and the institution themselves against these very innovative fraudsters. Yeah, I'm quite curious about what lies ahead when it comes to applications of AI in finance. For example, we've seen how ChatGPT has been quite prevalent in many use cases. Is there something along those lines where there's going to be more customer-facing interfaces, for example, for them to check on their credit cards or payment transactions. Yeah, even before you get to generative AI, which is still very new, you know, it's amazing to think that most people hadn't heard of generative AI until just just under a year ago, right? It was not long ago that it became really mainstream. Um, AI already powered many of the ways that we interact digitally. Uh, with companies, you know, financial institutions and other companies included. Um, if I take an example from our our infrastructure, we have a capability called Amex Chat. Um, so let's say mm -hmm. you lost your card, you're not sure how to replace it, you go onto the website, you fight, you type into the chat. It's actually an AI model that serves up the responses that are most common to the question that you're asking. And over time, we, like other financial institutions, are going to explore other more generative AI use cases. So not just examining data and looking for the answer, but actually summarizing or synthesizing from that data, which is a classic large language model use case. 
Um, so it's already there, um, but it will get increasingly accurate and targeted uh, over time as we use these more sophisticated techniques. Yeah, and as you've mentioned, there's a lot of data collection going on. So how do credit card companies balance innovation with AI and ethics to remain accountable and transparent to customers? Well, that's obviously essential. You know, we're a 173-year-old company here at American Express, and you you don't last that long without making sure we always uphold the highest ethical standards. Uh, and we're very uh, customer-centric. We have this overall mission of providing the best customer service every day, experience every day. And we can't do that if we're not making the right long-term calls and you know doing things the right way. Um, so we have to follow a rigorous governance process for model management with, and don't be disappointed by this, fully human oversight. Right, the, the machines are not running the machines. Uh, we have hu humans uh, who oversee how these models are developed and deployed. Uh, and this sounds boring, uh, but it's things like comprehensive model documentation, checks on data quality, and ongoing model monitoring. You know, in financial institutions as regulated entities, it's not just the company itself that you know demands that we get this right. But we've got regulators very actively looking over our shoulder to make sure we understand both the data into the model and the decision out of the model uh, to make sure we really are using these capabilities to protect customers. Right. So there is the balance between pushing for further innovation, the pace of innovation, with ensuring there's enough safeguards in place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's no point in innovating in a way that causes long-term harm. Uh, we absolutely have to get it right. Uh, and with some of the newer techniques, it requires, you know, times of, of testing and, and control. Um, for example, building a model and, and running it in the background for a period to understand what the decisions are that come out of it. Those are classic techniques, and we'll deploy all of those before we bring anything anything new to market. And yes, maybe it slows you down, but, you know, we have to get it right for customers. So that's definitely a trade-off that we will always make. Anna, thanks for joining us on the show today. We've been chatting with Anna Mars. She is the Group President of Global Commercial Services and Credit Fraud Risk at American Express. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.